0: The free agent chaos kicks off on Monday. If you thought it's been crazy, just wait. What the Arizona Cardinals need to target. How they can make a big splash on Monday when the chaos begins and begin to retool the roster, to try to improve off of 11-win season. And what impending Cardinal free agents does Arizona need to bring back in 2022? It's your free agent primer on Bo Brock, and it's Locked on Cardinals. Let's get it going. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Lockdown On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. Thanks for checking us out on YouTube. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe. Hit like on this video if you like anything that I have to say. I'm your host, Paul Brock. Alex Clancy out for today. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On A Z Cards. Follow me at Bob Rackies' way to find it. And we're gonna get into a free agency. Primer: The Madness. It's already been going down this entire week. We already know where two of the big quarterback dominoes will land. Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay, Russell Wilson in Seattle. Carson Wentz even made his way from Indianapolis to Washington. We still have to see where Jimmy G will end up out of the NFC West. It really seems like the 49ers are going to make the move to Trey Lance in 2022. But uh, there's still a lot of work to be done for all 32 NFL teams, including the Arizona Cardinals. Who should they bring back? What players should they be targeting? Which positions is probably the most important question, how the Arizona Cardinals can uh, improve this roster that won 11 games. But absolutely, I don't think anybody's in disagreement that they finished uh, on a horrible, sour note. Um, Look, the Arizona Cardinals, it's, it's maybe one thing to improve off of an eight and eight season, obviously a disappointing finish in twenty twenty, and then improve. And they had the miraculous start where they're seven and zero, oh, they're ten and two, and then they kind of collapse at the end to eleven and six and a disappointing one and done in the NFC playoffs. The Super Wild Card would exit to the eventual Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. You know, one would think that it's going to be tough for the first time in many years for Steve Kime to improve his roster because 2018 was an absolute just dumpster fire. One of the worst constructed rosters of, you know, the 2010s to 2020. 2018 was just, uh, it was deplorable, awful. There was nothing really to build off except that the Arizona Cardinals had the number one pick that offseason, and they turned that into a franchise caliber quarterback into Kyler Murray. The next offseason, they go out and they get DeAndre Hopkins. And then the next offseason after that, they get J.J. Watt and a couple other good pieces. This offseason, I don't think you should expect anything less. I mean, we've seen a splash. And if you include Kyler Murray, the the number one pick in 2019, each and every season, uh, the last three, the Arizona Cardinals have added a key piece to their roster. What should change in the 2022 offseason? I think that Steve Kime, that's just, that's his M.O. He's out, and he's going to probably make a splash when a lot of people have been b- pounding the table for depth from Steve Keim because when the Arizona Cardinals, if you look at their downfall at the end of this season, it was their lack of depth. But the Arizona Cardinals are in a pretty good position, even with a lot of the impending free agents and guys exiting this roster, that they have talent at the key positions. Quarterback, they've got a top-tier wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins. They've got some... Guys playing the offensive line that we know uh, can play at a decent level, at least keep Kyler Murray upright, despite what we saw in the Super Wild Card Weekend playoff game. You've got Rodney Hudson. You do have DJ Humphreys under contract. Calvin Beecham, Justin Pugh. You've got, you know, for the most part. NFL starting caliber offensive line. Would we like to see it improve? Absolutely, whether that's through free agency or trade or the draft. I think a lot of people would like to see Steve Kime bolster that offensive line. But as of right now, he's got guys that you can move forward with. But as far as star caliber players, you know, you've got guys that you can rely on in in, in almost every, you know, key part of this roster. The Arizona Cardinals on, on the defensive side of the football, they've got Marcus Golden. Who racked up, you know, double-digit sacks, and he was able to, you know, put the football on the turf in, uh, you know, a top five uh, clip for the, in, in the NFL as far as forcing fumbles and recovering fumbles. You've got him off the edge. You'd like to improve with some beef in the middle of that defense, but you look at the linebacking core. Even though they moved off of Jordan Hicks, releasing him earlier this week and saving the team six and a half million dollars in cap space. Uh, by the way, Devon Kennard stays. On the off the edge for the Arizona Cardinals at a much uh, nicer cap number as well, the team was able to restructure him and in the dead money that they were going to have to absorb if they cut Krenard, they're able to restructure and keep him on the roster in this kind of uh, fill-in role. I wouldn't expect anything bigger, a bigger role for Devon Cunard going forward. But you know the linebacking core, big expectations for a couple first-round picks and Isaiah Simmons, who I think proved he belonged and can play at the NFL level. You still like to see more from Simmons, but you've got two NFL caliber or at least one as of right now, Isaiah Simmons. And then you've got the corners, you've got uh, Byron Murphy, which you should be encouraged by last season. He can, he can uh, be your CB one. You'd like to see maybe some additions to the defensive secondary and Cliff Kingsbury said that they will add to that defensive secondary. That's going to be um, one of their priorities this off season during his time at the NFL combine. And then on the back end, I think one of the best safety duos in the NFL and Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. So there is a foundation here. A lot of people forget about that. And when we look at maybe some of the three key parts of this Arizona Cardinals roster that needs to improve, I think that the Arizona Cardinals, uh, if, if we're just going to go from three down to one, that you can look at that defensive line as the maybe the third highest priority. Because the way that this team was, when it excelled in 2021, it was when the front seven played at a special level. It was when JJ Watt was was uh, disruptive and winning, you know, matchups with opposing offensive linemen. And Chandler Jones was being a monster. And Jones is going to be a free agent to be. And you had the linebackers playing at a high level. Uh, you know, the Arizona Cardinals still lacked the beef in the middle of that defense. And I think that that's where they should probably look to spend some of their free agent dollars. You know, they're as the recording in this podcast just over twelve million dollars. And I do expect between now and Monday, the Arizona Cardinals to create more cap space through restructuring or cutting players on this roster. Uh, but I, th- I think that the the nose tackle position was something that the Cardinals have had Corey Peters in that role for so long that you'd like to see them maybe go younger. I think that a guy like Sebastian Joseph Day. Played at a very good role uh, level as a role player behind Aaron Donald and and, in the um, Los Angeles Rams. You know, Sebastian Joseph Day he only trailed AD for the most defensive stops per game last season. Like a very impressive uh, number from a young player just in his you know mid twenties. That the Arizona Cardinals could get at a decent contract and put into a rotational role uh, in the in the middle and kind of anchor is Arizona Cardinals defense. It'd be great to rotate with maybe if the Cardinals at 23 had a, a prospect the caliber of Jordan Davis fall in their lap because we've heard that Jordan Davis, he's not a three-down guy. But if he's playing first and second down, when you look with the Arizona Cardinals, how they thrive, uh, on early downs, those are pressure downs. And if you can get those big hog mollies pushing people around, opening up pass rush lanes for the pass rushers that they have on this team, then wreak havoc. You know, guys like Byron Murphy, guys like Marco Wilson, maybe even if they bring back Robert Alford, you know, a defensive secondary that's not exactly uh, just brimming with talent. Uh, A pedestrian secondary can look very good when your defensive uh, front seven is is special. 35-year-old Calais Campbell also would be a great target for the Arizona Cardinals to potentially bring back into the fold, play in the interior of that defensive line. At his age, he was solid against the run for the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, Calais, great locker room guy. Uh, he, he was one of those guys that the Arizona Cardinals had to make a tough decision on a couple of years ago. He walked, and it was it was the wrong decision at the end of the day. It'd be nice to maybe write that wrong, bring Calais back to the team that drafted him, and maybe see him try try to chase a ring where it all started with the Redbirds. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing for Vance Joseph's defense is creating those negative t- plays, putting the off opposing offenses and second and long, third and long in situations. And then by selling out on early downs and um, you know, we've seen it backfire, but when you've got players, the caliber of Campbell, or you can bring in Sebastian Joseph day, I think that those are upgrades from last season's uh, defensive line that you would now you have to be excited about the idea of a guy like JJ Watt coming back and being healthy as uh cliff Kingsbury said, he was right back in the weight room after the Arizona Cardinals lost and that embarrassing wild card round loss. So the defensive line is is the you know third on my list is of priorities for the Arizona Cardinals in the 2022 offseason. Gave you a couple names there. There are a couple more priorities that I think that they hope hopefully come as early as Monday, they're making moves. Um, but uh, you know, I think that the Arizona Cardinals are, are in a decent spot. And any any place that they're adding talent onto this roster. Is going to be a good thing. We kind of get lost in how things finished for this Cardinals team, but there still is a pretty good, decent amount of talent to build off of. And if you add, you know, a player to any of these position groups, it's going to create kind of a strength, and, and that's going to be a big key this offseason as well. Is, is really finding and creating a strength. You'd like to see it on the on the offensive side of the football with your young franchise quarterback but that would be big for the Arizona Cardinals, especially early to set the tone because then their roster looks that much more appealing to other free agents whose markets may be shrink. And they you know, as far as the money being even the Arizona Cardinals can swoop in and be viewed as a contending team coming off an 11 win season, Kyler Murray in the fold. And, and that's how the team has to navigate is Kyler Murray is going to be in the fold now and in the future. And that's what they should be telling free agents in, in the, You know, we'll worry about the extension a little bit later. Right now it's adding, you know, free agent talent to this roster. It is that time of year again. College basketball tournament is finally upon us. From the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs. And info. Bet online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. Bet online has a continued is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device and learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. Thanks for checking us out. Locked on Cardinals on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, We're already over 2,100 YouTube subscribers. And during the offseason, you're going to want to have us set up for alerts. So uh, click on that little bell. And anytime we post a a video or we go live, you get notified on your smartphone. You can just kind of tune right in. We appreciate everybody that watches and listens to Locked On Cardinals. Um, Look, I think as far as your second priority this offseason, for the Arizona Cardinals, has to be playmaking opposite DeAndre Hopkins, and you've got a couple guys that could exit this roster. Um, AJ Green, who had a nice career resurgence, a lot of people thought he was just done. He had over 800 yards and three touchdowns. Obviously, that came with frustration, uh, as far as maybe some miscommunication uh, on the on the on the field. And, you know, the, the number one that thing that stands out was the was the pick at the end of the game against the Green Bay Packers. You've got Christian Kirk, who played the slot third in the NFL as far as slot yardage from a receiver. Tops in the league was Cooper Cup, but uh, Christian Kirk moving to a new kind of role in this offense uh, did very well. Had over 550 yards from the slot, but apparently, you know, according to a lot of NFL pundits and experts and insiders, uh, Christian Kirk could command and above- uh market value contract, which is bad news for the arizona cardinals you know they're they're not going to be able to go break the bank and compete dollar for dollar with some of these uh, teams that have a ton of cap space when you look at a team like Jacksonville that's going to try to surround their second year quarterback uh Trevor Lawrence with talent, a guy like Christian Kirk probably would be very appealing to a team like that, so you got to think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to be going after a different tier of of wide receiver. Um, i obviously, you know, there was a bunch of them that were, there were a couple guys that were tagged. Um, but I do think that there's the guys out there. I, Alan Robinson's an intriguing guy. Uh, he's obviously got the most, the biggest name as far as, uh, notoriety and, at the wide receiver position, struggled mightily last year. Was it the quarterback play from the rookie and Andy Dalton and the play calling from Matt Nagy, who's no longer the head coach there in, in Chicago, in primary Primarily played a guy like Allen Robinson in the slot, but he's a guy that you know can play on the outside. He can play, he can be versatile, he can play in the slot. Might be an intriguing guy for the Arizona Cardinals offense, but how much, you know, what kind of price tag can you get him at? I think guys like Will Fuller or DJ Shark would be great additions to this team, uh, you know, because Will Fuller has already played with DeAndre Hopkins. You know that he can be successful in that role and be kind of the burner on the outside. Uh, like AJ Green. And it's just a question of whether or not he can stay healthy enough to play, you know, in, in for the marathon of 17 games in a season, at least the bulk of it, and be ready to go when the Arizona Cardinals hopefully want to get back to the playoffs and, and improve off of this past season. Um, They're in some intriguing slot receivers. And, you know, I mentioned Kirk in and, and the above market deal. Um, I, I think that there are some guys that you could bring in. Uh, that could help out this offense as long as, you know, the slot doesn't become, you know, the, the second option in this offense. You still have to either address the, the, uh, the Z receiver that A.J. Green played last season uh, opposite DeAndre Hopkins um, to, for this offense to hump. Because we know that, you know, Kyler Murray likes those, those first reads. He likes those one-on-one matchups, especially on late downs and short yardage he likes that the, those matchups so you need to get a playmaker on the outside now whether or not you get that through free agency or you get that through the draft or a trade Arizona Cardinals have to address that spot that's where i would prioritize you know getting you know getting the, the best player possible for that spot and then fig- figuring out the slot where i think there are some good names that you could bring in if you don't bring back Christian Kirk, Jameson Crowder, Cedric Wilson or even Braxton Burrios from the New York Jets, he he flashed a couple times here and there. That would to be those guys would be con- good compliments to go with the outside guy that either got through trade or a big free agent deal or through the draft. But I th- I think you know with defensive line being the 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 third priority, and then the playmaker, especially the wide receiver on the outside, being your number two priority. Your, your number one priority, I, I think a lot of people already know. And I think it was the same last season at this time. You look at the cornerback room, and sure, Byron Murphy proved that he's not just a slot corner he can play outside. He can even emerge at, at times and be a top corner, a lockdown corner sometimes, and be the guy that's knocking down, batting down passes. But he didn't see the consistency just yet. And it's a solid free agent class. I think that... It, where you have if you have a need at corner this offseason a lot of teams do it's a deep free agent class and you know i think that you you'd probably like right now where the Arizona Cardinals are and it's win now mode uh you got to do it through free agency rather than the draft because if you're picking 23 you know the caliber of player you're going to bring in would be a good depth piece but as far as playing significant snaps and making big plays that early on in his career, I think it's a little unrealistic. Obviously, J.C. Jackson is a top target. He's going to be the top free agent target for a lot of teams, could command upwards of $20 million per season. That might price the Arizona Cardinals out. He might just be commanding too much money. But when you look beyond a guy like J.C. Jackson, Carlton Davis, uh, who Tampa decided not to franchise tag, he he was he played big snaps for them, and they're on their uh, path to the Super Bowl. Casey Hayward played uh, played you know some solid football at his age, and uh, I think the Arizona Cardinals have a lot of options at the cornerback position. And you know I think one of them should be bringing back Robert Alford, who was kind of an unsung hero for this defense all the way up until he got injured in 2021, and you saw that they just didn't have the depth beyond Byron Murphy and Marco Wilson was a little overmatched in his rookie season as a fourth round pick that the Arizona Cardinals. And, and as I said, Cliff Kingsbury said that they're, they're going to look to address the position this offseason during his time at the NFL combine. Um, that's, that's where I think the Arizona Cardinals hopefully come Monday. Uh, they're, they're, they're already adding somebody instead of, you know, last season we saw them, you know, kind of dragged their feet. Malcolm Butler was kind of brought in after the deal was done. Uh that Patrick Peterson ex- was exiting the, the franchise to go to Minnesota. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals they, they were not um, aggressive in filling that hole. Butler never even plays the regular season down for this team, and it ends up at the end of the day, at the end of the season, being a weakness for them. And it was a, it was a, there was a definite void as far as the defensive backs, at least the cornerback room. The Arizona Cardinals still need to address. Now, there are some players the Arizona Cardinals need to bring back. They have a ton of players that could potentially exit the desert in free agency that played key roles for the team last season. Who they absolutely need to keep in the building come Monday and not let sign a free agent deal elsewhere. But of course, look, if you're looking for the top free agent uh, protein bar, You don't have to look any further than Built Bar. Don't let it hit the open market. Sign it to a mega million dollar extension. It's, you know, the best tasting protein bar you've ever tasted. It's where healthy and tasty, those two worlds collide. Have you ever tried Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out. It's one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They're a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. The Puffs are a fan favorite. They've got incredible flavors like churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're so good, they're going to be your new favorite. Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. 100% real chocolate, just like a candy bar, but they're low in calorie, high in protein. Replace those candy bars with these. Some Built Bars, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Save yourself some cash. Built.com. Use the promo code lock 15 and get 15% off your order. That's using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen, your first view. If you're checking us out on YouTube, also check out the Locked on NFL podcast. As uh, news breaks here during the um, free agent period for, for the NFL, we're going to have up-to-the-minute coverage, breaking news. Make sure you're checking out the Locked On NFL podcast on YouTube. Subscribe there. And, of course, it's free and available wherever you find podcasts. Um, Hassan Reddick's name has been brought up with the Arizona Cardinals after a year in Carolina. He signed that one-year deal for just about $8 million, a lot lower than a lot of people expected coming off to the, that point, 12-and-a-half sack season. But, you know, he was able to do it again in Carolina, and now he's produced – back-to-back double-digit sack years. He, he also gets the football on the turf, a lot like Chandler Jones. You know, if you're looking, I, you know, I, I would much rather have Hassan Redick than Chandler Jones at his age Um, going forward. I mean, I, I would go with the younger guy who, who's starting to figure it out after you know his first three years in the season, he didn't look like he belonged at the NFL level. So Hassan Redick, and, and there's reports, multiple reports that Hassan Redick, that the team... Is uh is maybe looking to bring him back, but it really is going to depend on what kind of money Hassan Redick wants to make. Is it fifteen million dollars a season? That's going to be tough for the Arizona Cardinals to match. Uh, but he would look great back on this defense. You know, the pass rush position. There's some intriguing players like Trey Flowers is going to get released by the Detroit Lions. I know he's had a couple down seasons, but you know he's only twenty eight years old. Um, it, it was a dud. Uh, Derek Bennett would also be a, a good option for the Arizona Cardinals. I think as far as the pass rush and the cornerbacks, there's enough depth in this class and the slot receivers to where you can bring a couple guys in. You can get pretty low on the depth chart as far as the free agents and, and where they kind of rank. And the Arizona Cardinals could bring in very talented players at all those spots uh, and start to kind of fill in the gaps and, and, and improve this roster going forward. As far as guys that could potentially leave from this team, you look at the running backs and Chase Edmonds, and you're looking at James Conner. If you had to prioritize one of those guys over the other, I think it's James Conner. And that's not to kind of um, that's not an indictment on Chase Edmonds, but what James Conner does, I mean, it's very. He's got a specific role. He's not going to be your every down back, but he's money in the bank as far as right around the goal line. He can do it. All, if you need him to, but at the same time, he needs to be on kind of a snap count, maybe a pitch count, I guess, uh, so it, that that wear and tear on his body doesn't doesn't add up and take him out like it did kind of at the last uh, in a few games near the end of the season. And as it's done the last three years for Connor, who's been oft injured, uh, he kind of has to wear that badge until he's able to kind of knock it off with a full season. But eighteen touchdowns. Uh, it could be a guy that the Arizona Cardinals get priced out of, and that that would be unfortunate. Um, you look at Colt McCoy, uh, the backup quarterback, uh, came in, went two and one as a starter for the Arizona Cardinals, um, and you know you'd like to bring back Colt McCoy, and I think that that should be something that's that's absolutely doable. Um, and then you know the tight ends, I think Zach Ertz has, has got to become a priority when you see the, the way that teams around the NFL are prioritizing the tight end. Zach Ertz becomes a guy that, you know, if, you, if you're if you not going to tag him, like, you know, Dalton Schultz or even David Njoku in Cleveland, even though they have Austin Hooper under contract, uh, they were able, they gave Njoku close to $10 million. Zach Ertz, you try to work something out to where maybe he could finish his career as a member of the Arizona Cardinals because it, you just, you don't want to lose the playmaking at tight end. It's been such a futile. Futile position for this organization since moving to the desert, uh, and to kind of it was it was it was a nice, refreshing thing to see playmaking from the tight end position. And I don't even feel like we saw that much from Zach Ertz. I think he was just kind of scratching the surface in his second year in this offense and playing with Kyler Murray full time. Uh, you could you could get him, you know, upwards over eight hundred yards uh, and maybe close, you know, anywhere between six and eight touchdowns. And I don't think that's unrealistic. You would love to see the Arizona Cardinals bring him back uh, as the playmaking tight end for this offense. I'll tell you one thing though: I, I do expect the Arizona Cardinals to be aggressive come Monday, and I don't think it's just going to be depth moves and you know they're just going to try to fill out a roster and they're going to try to uh, you know d- just distribute this money towards a bunch of players. I I mean it. It seems like every year Steve Kimes making a splash, so I, I would I would imagine that the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, make a splash next week, and if it's not, you know, more than once, because this this organization's in win now mode, and if if they're holding off and getting the extension done for Kyler Murray, you got to think that they have other that 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 money already kind of going other places than the quarterback position, and it's going to be a blast. We're going to keep you up to date, covered, you know, all week long. Anytime there's breaking news for the Arizona Cardinals, you can expect that Alex and myself, we're going to pop on the mics and we're going to pop on the, on the cameras and we're going to be breaking down the biggest move in the latest moves from the Arizona Cardinals. And if there's no moves, we'll also be breaking that down. We just hope that that doesn't happen. The Arizona Cardinals uh, they're primed. I expect between now and when we talk again on Monday, unless there's any big moves made between now and then uh, that they're going to start to, Free up more cap space than the what over twelve million dollars that they have uh, ready to spend uh, when when the tampering period opens up. Make sure you know if you want to hit us up in the comments what free agent you want the Arizona Cardinals to target. Absolutely do it. Um, we'll talk about it and then also hit us up on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards. Hit me up at Bob Brack, at B O B R A C K and Alex at Clancy's Corner. We got a fresh episode coming to you Monday morning, and I'm sure we're going to go live as soon as all the chaos starts to go down at 9 a.m., or is it, uh, I'm sorry, 10 a.m., AZ time, when uh, the new when when free agency tampering officially opens. Can't wait for it. Uh, I hope you're ready for it. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Now, make Locked On, that's your second listen, to gear you up for the latest, all the bets that you should be throwing down to build your stack for March madness, NBA playoffs, all this stuff you can find at betonline.net. Thanks for checking checking us out. We'll talk to you. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.